Today on the Crazy Happy Life podcast, we answer some of your questions. I also ask Lauren a question about if you want to keep working or you want to quit your job. I might, but I might not. <laughs> is, that a, is that a threat? <laughs> like, what was that about? I haven't decided yet. Also, if I'm quit. Um, I talk about some things that make me cry all the time. Yep. And I tell one of the worst concert experiences I have ever had. So enjoy today's episode. Make sure to subscribe, rate, review. We love you. Life is crazy, and we get that. That's why we're here. <laughs> it's the Crazy Happy Life Podcast with Joey and Lauren. We start the podcast off with some news. Episode's now going to be released on Wednesdays. Big Why, news. you might ask? Drum roll. Well, you already gave the news, so I, so I wouldn't give the drum roll. I'll give the drum roll. <laughs> Big news. It's been a news. long day. Uh, podcast will now be launching on Wednesdays. Why is that? Not launching. I guess dropping. Dropping. Sprinkling. I think, I think the cool kids say episode drops. Yes. Um. Well, our Tuesdays are a little crazy. Let's just be honest. This is the crazy Happy Life podcast, but Tuesdays always seem to be a little bit of a rush for us. It's with the a busiest lot of stuff day of the week going for on. us. We actually personally at home have nicknamed it Tuesday Lose Day. <laughs> because nothing ever goes well on Tuesdays. We have a staff meeting that goes way too long. And so yep. Tuesday, I don't know why we decided to drop the episodes on Tuesdays. Pile it on, on top of everything else. So anyway, we decided to shift a little life change. Not that, I don't think it makes that much of a difference for you, but um, for us it does. So yeah, Wednesdays now are your lucky day. We asked, uh, on today's episode, we're going to go through uh, some more questions, though. We asked these questions on Instagram, so we're going to get to some of those. I did have a development, though. A little behind-the-scenes look at where I think some of our family thinks about our whole life and our whole business and career and everything. I think my mom thinks you should quit. What? Yeah, so in Why? I've noticed something. I picked something up. My mom doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't ever listen to this. But my mom in the last few phone calls I've had with her, and I talk to my mom an abnormally amount of time. Like I talk to her three times a week, maybe four times a week. That's fine. Okay. I mean, everyone has different relationships. And I want to ask you this question. So the last few times I've talked to my mom on the phone, she has brought up multiple times, very kind of serious tone too. She goes, do you think it'll ever slow down for you guys with work and your family? And I always just kind of go, oh yeah, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But I've noticed the last three phone calls (laughs) I've had with my mom, Uh she has brought up. Boy, do you guys just kind of work all day? Do you think it'll slow down? Do you okay. think you'll be able to relax? I know exa- I know my mom. So you're thinking she's a little more traditional. She's yep. a little more old school. And she's thinking Lauren should be at home yep. with the baby at this point because you guys are so busy. Does she realize how unique my schedule is? I, I think originally, but I'm telling you, three straight times. Do you think life's ever going to slow down for you guys with your work and your family? Well, and spoiler, and we'll get into this in in months to come, but we have now found out professionally that our lives will be a little bit more busy. Yep. That's a little tease and I think, in the business. I think that's why my mom probably is starting to say the normal because she knows about the news that's going to be happening that's going to make our life, as you just brought up, more busy, mm-hmm. busier. And so she's starting to drop these hints. So I want to ask you. Is life ever going to slow down? Are no, you ever going to? Okay. It's not. Does that I, worry I really you? I don't think it will. Do you want to hang up the cleats? Do you want to retire? <laughs> Do you want to retire from this um, mom boss life? No, I, I, you know, at the point I'm at right now, I, I love what I do. I love connecting with people. I love working with you every day. Um, 
I love being able to help make a positive impact on people's lives. And that is something that I really enjoy doing every morning, right? We we wake up with everyone that lives here and I, I, I really do love it. Um, yeah, but it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, is, don't you ever think like, it's very crazy. don't you ever think you want to maybe hang up the cleats like my mom is suggesting? I don't think so. I think all right. it's all about managing my time and my priorities. I, I know there are some days where I'm like, you know what? I don't even think I've sat down today. That's how busy I am. But I think it all is part of a work-life balance. So I work we have my butt that? off, right? But then I come home and I work my butt off as a mom. So I'm still there 100% for our son. It's part of being a parent and it's also part of working. So I think even if I were home, I'd still be just as busy doing other things. Yeah. You know? I, I, I'm at this point where I think this is why people just pound themselves with caffeine. Like, That's honestly, pretty much I'm, what I do every I'm morning. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I understand why. I mean, I have some friends that work, they work construction and they're drinking like three to four Red Bulls just a tossing day. tossing them back. Think Sometimes, about drinking yeah. three to four Red Bulls. I'm not saying that's healthy. That, uh, no. That's one of those moments not where you your heart. you crack one open, you throw one back, and you're going to be like, oh, this is yeah. the heart attack day. Like, right. honestly, that's scary. But sometimes I'm like, I understand why people just get hooked on coffee and just totally hooked on caffeine yep. to try and keep themselves wired. But I, I just wanted to throw it your way. Yeah, my, my I'm not schedule, telling you to quit. Yeah, you're giving me an ultimatum right no, here no, on no, the no. podcast. I'm I like, just I don't know what to like, say. I just, and mostly it's just kind of to have fun with my mom because my mom yeah. is not, I think a lot of parents are like this. They're not great at um, hiding their true feelings or emotions, right? They're kind of, and so I think my mom is just kind of, I think she's saying like, like hey, oh, are you guys going to figure this out? Okay. Where And maybe it's because when I call my mom, all I do is say like, oh, we did this, we did this, we did this, we went here, we right. went there. And so maybe so my, mom, and my mom's retired. So my mom's big highlight of the day is she checked her email. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to, I mean, they've earned it. They're retired now. But maybe it's because they hear our schedule and then they think of what they did in that yeah. day. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and for anyone who's wondering like, oh man, Lauren, she, she sure is uh, neglecting her child, you know, or man, Lauren should be at home with the baby. Let me just explain my schedule. I am out the door by five fifteen in the morning. Yeah. Okay. And then I get home around 1130 in the morning. That's yeah. still morning. Right. Yeah. And then I have the entire day to be with my son, which is a schedule that I value so much. And I feel so lucky to have think of other working moms. They're grinding, but they are grinding like a nine to five. Yeah. You know, and that's what they have to do for their family or that's what they've chosen to do or, or whatever. And that's a hundred percent fine. But for me, I, I value being able to just knock it all out in the morning and then be with my right. son during the day. All right. So you're not going to quit. You're not, not going to retire. No, ask yet. me. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> you're not, not going to quit. You're not going to be done. <laughs> ask me on the next Tuesday, lose yeah. day, and then I'll probably want to quit. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe that's the the problem. Is now that the uh, podcast episode is going to drop on Wednesdays, we record this Tuesday night, kind of after the craziness, and maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe we're going to find right. ourselves like so drained. I don't know. All I know is that thirty minutes before we started recording this episode, I was crying in the kitchen because I started listening to this new song. Um, ben Rector, it's called Thanksgiving Day, and it's a song about Thanksgiving, which you know is my favorite holiday. Yep, by far. I don't even. It doesn't even hold a candle to Christmas, and it's all about family and this stuff. And I'm and I'm I'm uh, doing some dishes, and Baby Jay, our son's walking around, and I just look at him, and the music's playing. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> Got you I'm such. Feels. I do you ever do this with music? Like you find a song that makes you feel 
feelings like sadness. Yes. And maybe not sad. Yeah. And then you just hit it on a That's play. what music is. I know. Like music brings out feelings in you. But like there's Good, um happy, sad. There's that song. Another Ben Rector song I like. It's called Brand New. Um, mm-hmm. And then One Republic has, I swear I lived. Ah, yeah, I know all. what song you're talking about. Do you about. know on a daily basis I'll listen to that three or four times in the evening? Every when, day? Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't say that. I would say I probably listen to it four times a week. You I listen to, to that mix song it up. because I know, but what I do, and this is so weird, but I'll purposely hold our son, I'll play that song on our Alexa, and I just imagine his life. I just Aww. like picture his life. Okay, as an adult. what's his life like? I don't know. I can't picture anything. <laughs> I I don't know if he's gonna go the media route because his mom and dad are both in media. Like, there's you see that all the time, especially in like sports broadcasting. You know, like I mean, if you know who Joe Buck is. Jack Buck, his dad was like a legend, mm-hmm. and Joe Buck was like twenty five and called his, his first footsteps. World so you Series. You see that a lot. With a lot yeah, of so stuff. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if our kids are going to want to be in media, want to be in whether it's radio or TV or probably YouTube at that point or social media. Like I don't know if they're going to want that or they're going to be like, no, I'm, I'm going the opposite way. But some, do you ever put on a song purposely trying to cry? Um, like you want to cry. I don't think I've had the intentions of I want to cry. No. It's a but good exercise. I will tell you, when I want to feel my feels and just just get in that zone, I lately have been crushing the Folklore album, the new album oh, by Taylor that. Swift. I hate that album. Just anytime I want to just, I don't know, just be, I want to like crawl up in a ball and just don't What's the don't one song you me. like? I think I've heard this oh, song Oh, Exile. Before. It's called Exile. And I didn't like the ending. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that album. Yeah. The Taylor Swift album that is the greatest is Reputation. That is such a good album from beginning to end. And in fact, the Netflix, is it on Netflix, the, her oh, concert in Dallas? I think so. That is must watch. I'm not even like, I loved it. I'm a grown man and I sat and watched that Taylor Smith documentary. It wasn't, Taylor Smith? <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Smith. It's Taylor Swift. You Swift's loved her so much. You know that it's. I'm not talking about her actual documentary. I didn't really like that as much, but it's no, her. No, it's the live yeah. concert Holy viewing moly. or something. Yes. And it's in 4K, and it's just awesome. So tell anyway. us how you really feel. Yeah, about Taylor right. Smith. Let's do this. Uh, okay, so I have. Uh, let's get some, to the Instagram questions. Some questions from some of our Instagram followers. Plug our Instagram really quick. Yeah, at Joey and Lauren Show. You can follow us now, and then at Lauren on Radio at Joey on Radio. Every now and again, we do this. We'll throw up an Instagram story and say, "What should we podcast about? What questions do y'all have?" And so we have um, a few questions we can go through here. Um, Lizette wants us to give newlywed advice. And oh, new man. new homeowners advice. Eesh. New homeowners advice. I don't feel like I'm good in either of these realms. Well, it it really depends on where you live. Um, in Boise right now, the homeowners market is in freaking sane. And They're I don't know, expensive. like, if you do not own a house right now and you're renting, how in the world are you supposed to get a house when everything's so freaking expensive? Yeah. It's sad, but a lot of banks, credit unions, and stuff, and I think the Idaho Housing Department. Used to do a first-time home buyers program. I don't know if they do anymore. I don't know if they do. They, they may say, be like, oh, we're- say Lizette is a uh, new homeowner. She's already in her new oh, home. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any advice? Yes. Do little upgrades. Like seriously, change the flooring. If like, like if there's things that are clearly gonna like when you think about selling, right? So you you buy your first home. Maybe it's not your forever home. You're thinking about selling. 
find those little things that you can easily improve on because you did that with our cabinets. Yeah, and they said I mean, it, it, it jumped the value up way high. It's not like, I mean, if you move into a house and everything's already nice, then yeah. but you're talking like kind of a fixer Yeah, I'm talking a traditional first house. A lot of times we'll have some things you want to yeah, improve. Yeah, so I, I did paint the cabinets, but I did it nicely. Like it wasn't just like chalk paint or whatever, you know. No. Um, so I, I did paint our cabinets. I added hardware. That added a little bit of value. We upgraded our appliances, yep. which added some value. And then we swapped out the flooring, which added some value. And the flooring, we just did like the LVP, which isn't terribly expensive. It's not like actual hardwood. Right. And I mean, the first house that we owned, it was very small. So there wasn't a ton of square footage to replace. Yeah. So I would also say as a new homeowner to just uh, put a little bit of money aside every month for little like maybe not upgrades, but little things that might happen. Your furnace busts or something goes wrong. Have a little reserve of emergency money. And I actually learned this um, from our mortgage broker when we were buying our house. He talked about the best way to pay off your mortgage in record time. Mm -hmm. So you have 12 months out of the year where you're paying your mortgage every month. He said, if you make a 13th payment every year, so an extra payment, you know, say yep. your mortgage is, you know, $1,500, make an extra $1,500 payment at the end of the year. You do that. And in, I think by the end, you're going to shave seven, seven years, years off your mortgage, off your 30 year mortgage. So if you want to help with the interest or whatever, I don't know all the details on the whatever, but I just feel like that was really good advice for me. Remember our first house, our front lawn flooded because the drip line that they had for the bushes, like they had a way. So our front lawn flooded. Our furnace went out. You remember that? Yep. Furnace went out. The pilot went out. We had mice. Remember the mice? (laughs) That was terrible. Basically, my advice is call a guy. Call a guy. Call a guy. Call a guy. uh, The mouse was on Halloween, too. It was Halloween night, and our friend was throwing something away in the garage. The recycling, yeah. uh, Yeah, opened it and literally was like, and we were all kind of standing. I was showing him the garage, and then a little mouse just went... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was nasty. And we had, remember, we had to set up all those uh, mice traps. Yeah, Ooh. it was, yeah, I don't even like that. It was that. terrible. It was that really was bad. bad. We had gophers, too, in our backyard. Our first house Oh, and the snakes. Cool. And we had a, and a snake snakes. problem. It was like a Jumanji, basically. <laughs> our first house was we Jumanji. Survived. Yeah. We survived, and um, it was great. Newlywed new advice? advice? Yes. You have to compromise. Like, there are going to be some things that you have done one way your entire life. And yeah, okay, you load the dishwasher a certain way, and your mom told you this. But there are, there are some maybe things that you have always done a certain way or you've always grown up thinking this or you've always grown up thinking that. You have to compromise. Not who you are. You don't have to change the kind of person you are. But there are things that you have to say, okay, this is something that I'm going to take from my spouse's side. So yeah. if I believe one way and Lauren believes another way, like there may be some things that I'm like, you know what, we're going to go a Lauren's way. And that's just the way it is. Like, so I would say you have to find a way to compromise. Yeah. Um, kind of to that too, make new traditions. So you're compromising on stuff, but maybe for the holidays, you've always done this or yeah. your spouse always did this. Make new traditions for your new family. That's true. Also date. I think date often because it's super easy to let like life take over and, and work is busy and then pretty soon kids come into the mix and then you kind of forget that this partner in your life is more than just someone who lives with you and is a roommate. This is someone that you also want to court and date and go out and do stuff. So I think um, frequently dating your spouse 
start that as a newlywed and keep that habit. Do you remember, uh, I would also say, like throw away a bunch of the lovey-dovey lavish gifts in the first year. Like, oh my gosh. You know, like I'm not saying don't surprise somebody with flowers or a treat every once in a while. But sometimes in the first year of marriage, you feel like every date's got to be a super nice dinner. And you got like, or, or the gifts have to be way over the top. Seriously, you know what you do when you're at the grocery store and you're picking up groceries and you see your spouse's favorite candy bar, throw it on the conveyor belt. It's a it's 78 cents, a buck 25. There's a good a little, little something, something to make their yep. day. Yeah. But instead of being like, look, I got you the biggest teddy bear in Costco history. Like that's pointless. Other another thing I was thinking of, everyone says the first year is the hardest. Okay? So if you're going through a lot, realize that it's all an adjustment period. And second, I would say little sweet nothings as far as like little messages. I know you're going to think this is total cheese ball, but I'm like, it is the sweetest thing when someone leaves you a note. I'll write this that is down. for I all the men, do that. all the men listening. All right. You want to brighten your wife or your spouses, your partners, your girlfriend's day. Leave a little note on the bathroom counter. So when she gets up in the morning, she sees a little note from you. Eh, that's pretty good. Or leave a little note, you know, by the fridge or in her car or something that just reminds her that you love her and you're thinking about her. Was, and that's free. Was the, you don't um, need to buy anything That's for that. true. Was the first year our hardest year, marriage? Um, It was towards the end of our first year, I think, when we started to, like, fight more like i remember our first big fight when at each other. like you left to go for a drive that was like whoa <laughs> we had a, we had our first fight lawrence like, irritated I'm gonna, me i'm gonna take some time away from you and i was like well yeah like <laughs> what's the spare bedroom lauren's like no i'm leaving i'm just driving around the block no we never got in a fight and have we ever slept in different beds Mm-mm. never Maybe I, I have, have for like twenty. Slept is in it my me? Bed. Am I the one that sometimes I'll go and sleep on the couch? You're so dramatic. But I always come back. Like, well, I'm going to sleep in the other room, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you'll be back, and then you. And come I normally back. do come back. Yeah, but sometimes I'll sometimes I'll come back to the bed, but I still won't make up. I'll just come back to the bed, and then it's like the whole. <sighs> Just well, the huffing in my and defense, our bed is really nice, and it's like super, <laughs> super comfortable. So it's not me; it's the so fact it's, that you it's just the best want to be back option. in the bed. Yep. It is the best sleeping option. Uh, Turner wants us to talk football. I mean, we can talk football for a quick minute. Go Seahawks! That's okay. what I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, who's your Super Bowl pick, by the way? Let's just do that. Let's give him a Super Bowl Did prediction. We already do this. Yeah, I know. No, but I don't remember what it was. I think I said well, like take it for the teams now. Like how. Oh, now? Yeah. So I was going to say, I, I no, can no, no. tell you like, who I thought of. Right now, you got the Steelers who are undefeated. You've got uh, the Chiefs that look really good. Yeah, I think I said, um, I think I said Seahawks and Steelers, and I might I think you did say Steelers. I think I might stick with that. Saints are looking good, but uh, Drew Brees is hurt. So um, I'm going to go, I think I think the Steelers, like Big Ben's going to get hurt in the playoffs or something. Probably. The Chiefs are going back. Patrick Mahomes is a yeah. stud. So I'll go Chiefs in the AFC. In the NFC, I don't know if I trust the Seahawks, which hurts because they were 5-0 and they were looking so good. The what Saints about, are okay, above them. What about them. the Bills? The Bills are sneaky the good The Bills right are now. good, but I still think they would lose to the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I think they would match up. And I, the Bills are really good, though. Josh Allen's playing amazing. Used to interview him, by the way. Got back him on my sports fantasy days. roster. Yeah. La- you, I'm Josh. amazed you didn't just pick your fantasy players and say no. those are the teams going to the Super no. Bowl. <laughs> um, so I'll go, you went Steelers and who? Seahawks. I'll go Chiefs and, I'm doubting my Seahawks. 
Uh, but I don't think the Saints. Sorry. Uh, let me. Come on. Packers, 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 Packers. Packers yeah. and Chiefs. Final answer. I forgot about the Packers. Yep. So Packers, Chiefs, Chiefs win again. They went back to back. All okay. Right. Uh, other people are wanting to know how we got our job and how it is working together. We have done podcast episodes on that before. But briefly tell me what it's like working with me. I think it's, it's um, I, I couldn't go back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, 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 all right. Re- to answer that, I can't imagine going back to not working with you. But it is not a walk in the park. And I laugh when people just think it would be so easy because, oh, it is, there are definitely some things that stress on your marriage. For instance, we are not normal coworkers. And so sometimes we don't treat each other like normal coworkers and that can hurt. So like I may be harsher on Lauren than I would a normal coworker or vice versa because we feel like, well, we're married. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, well. It's easier to you hurt wouldn't, feelings. Yeah, it's easier to hurt feelings in the workplace because you feel like, well, we're we're married. So, so I can I say can. how I really feel. But yeah. I couldn't go to any of my coworkers or you couldn't go to any of our other coworkers and treat them like that. But sometimes we treat each other worse because. Well, especially because we're in such a creative industry where our our juices are flowing and we're throwing out ideas. We're and, trying to be. Yeah. And, and it's easy for me to be like, oh, Joey, that was stupid, you know, and that could hurt your feelings yeah. where I probably wouldn't say that to a regular coworker because. I don't want to hurt their feelings and and vice versa. So I get what you're saying. And I always kind of like, not, not in a cocky way. And I'm trying to make this not sound cocky or or too confident. (laughs) That's always a good thing when it starts like that. When I always kind of laugh when I hear other people like, oh, I could totally do a show with my, my spouse or something or a radio show. I'm like, (laughs) like, but because they're like, oh, we get along so great. And and we have Kim. Yes, that's great. It is not easy. Like, not saying it's hard and well, we it's hate the same doing thing. it together, you know how people but say it's a like, struggle. People say all the time, don't do business with family. Like, don't start a business with your uncle or your cousin because it can get really messy. And and I totally agree. Like, there's some things. Again, it, it can work. And I think Lauren and I were best friends since 14. And so even more than just being husband and wife, sometimes we go back to that best friend role that I think helps. But it's still, it's not a walk in the park. It takes a special person to work as closely as we do with each other because it's not just coworkers at the same company that share, you know, a hallway. Yeah. This is we are in a room Talking. hosting a radio show with just each if other. If we get divorced in 10 years, there will be the answer <laughs> of what is it like working with your spouse. Uh, Brooke wants to know our best and worst concert experiences. Oh, gosh. Okay, so this is going to... This is going to get me in trouble. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I guess it's just being open and honest. But I think the whole celebrity meet and greet and concert tickets, I think it is so overrated. I am not a concert fan. So first and foremost, like one of the biggest perks of working at a radio station is free concerts. You can go see any band you want. A lot of times you get to meet the band. We've been able to meet some celebrities and do some fun things. And I'm I'm honestly, I'm not trying to say this like, oh, it's so cool because I don't think it's that cool. Like celebrity meet and greets are not that cool. They have this. They're more awkward they have than anything. It's stupid, like you like, go, you're like, eh, you and you smile we've done for some a picture, things. Like, and then that's we it. did a cool Zoom interview with Megan Trainor. That was fun because her husband was on it, and her husband was on Spy Kids, and that was kind of the that's best who part we really about wanted it. Wanted yeah. to talk to it was Junie. We did a <laughs> we did a thing with Jason Mraz where we volunteered at a food bank with him, and we had listeners win it. That was cool. But we've also met Niall Horn, which was we were in a line of people in the arena hallways. He had a little banner poster in front of him. We walked up. 
The PR lady said, oh, this is Joey and Lauren in the morning. They're a radio show host. He goes, oh, cool. And, he's, and he put his arms out. We stepped on each side. We took a picture and we left. It's not that cool. And you wait in line forever. You wait in line forever. But you think about people who are huge fans. That's something that they look forward to. I know. To. You're I, not like his biggest fan. No, I know. I'm not know? I'm not trying to diss on it. I just think that um I don't know. I just I find You're that You're just not a fan. So what's your best and okay, worst sorry. are all your best concert? At a no, concert no, 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 no. No, I've had some really good ones. Um gosh. Okay. Best one was Journey. Oh, so good. Journey was awesome. So good. And we had nosebleed seats, but it was so good. Okay. And it's funny because that's not even my main, that's not my favorite genre of music. So Journey is going to be my best concert experience. My worst was Garth Brooks. And this is what's funny. I know Garth Brooks is known as the entertainer uh-huh. of the century. Here's why. You were super pregnant. Yep. We had a super drunk lady all up on me. And it was constantly. super hot. It was super it was hot. outside. It was like July yeah. and I was eight months pregnant. And I actually, I had shorts and t-shirts, but I felt bad for you. So we left Garth Brooks. So this is going to make people so mad. We left Garth Brooks early and all I wanted to hear was friends in low places. And we leave the stadium. I couldn't. My cankles. I know. They were, were acting walking, up. We had to go. We're walking in the parking lot and I hear, yeah. and I was <laughs> I really bummed. I was really <laughs> bummed. Not, not mad at you. So that was that was my worst, just because eight months pregnant, drunk lady. I was excited for Garth Brooks, mm-hmm. and that kind of not saying you being pregnant yeah, ruined well, it, but you being pregnant ruined it. Yeah. So I've been to more concerts than I could count. I went through a, a phase in high school and college where I was like a show junkie. I went to like every single show. I saw multiple of the same bands in different spots. I was really into it, right? Especially like punk rock. That was my thing. You were like a but when, <laughs> emo chick. Yeah, I did the whole like crowd surfing and the mosh pits and stuff. I went through a phase, all right? But the two that popped in my mind when I think of best concert experience and worst concert experience, I'm talking experiences, not necessarily like what was the best concert you ever went to, yeah. okay? Experiences that I thought of... um, was Tim and Faith. We saw Tim and Faith. That was the best? Well, this is the best experience that I'm relating back to. Something fun that happened at Tim and Faith. I was in the uh, stairwell on the phone with our realtor plugging one ear, screaming into the phone because I could barely hear her and I was making an offer on a house. Oh, that's right. In the halls of the Tim and Faith concert. So that was a cool, fun experience and we were able to buy our first house and the worst concert experience had to have been, it was my second time seeing Fall Out Boy, but it was the opening act, which was Machine Gun Kelly. And it was horrible. <laughs> horrible. And I'll now, tell you why. Now, that's a concert that I didn't, this is yep. this is what I mean when I say I'm not a huge we concert fan. We had tickets because we, we were- had- we had free yeah. tickets, and I said, Lauren, I'm not. I'm going home. And I didn't even walk in the gate. I left. I didn't care. I think I was pregnant, too. Yeah. I and can't you, remember, but you, I had now, a friend. Okay. She, I called a friend. She came. Because I was like, you didn't so, go by yourself, did you? Here's did what I just made it really you? awkward. We were outside of the concert venue with a booth for our radio station. You know, we're meeting our, our, our fans, and we're talking mm-hmm. to them, people in T-shirts or whatever. And then right after, I go to the concert. I'm like, sweet. So I go. I'm wearing my station T-shirt. I have my station lanyard on, so I'm definitely identified as working at the radio station. And I go in, and I happen to the seats where I were at happened to be right next to a pair of tickets we gave away on the air. Yeah. So I'm sitting next to 
this person who won the tickets. And it's this dad. He's an older guy. He's, you know, he had a teenage daughter. He's an older guy. He brought his daughter, which is really sweet. Really wanted to see Fall Out Boy. He knew that I was the one that gave him the tickets. Yeah. So that's cool. Machine Gun Kelly comes out. Beep, 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 mother, beep, 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 beep. I mean, just F-bombs middle fingers after in F-bombs. the air. Everybody, middle fingers in the Which air. Which is not really Fall Out like, Boy. Like, Fall Out Boy, I mean, no. they cuss at a few of their songs, but they're not like so F this, was, F that. It was horrible. I was like, oh my gosh. And this dad, he was kind of giving me the side eye, like, you. Because you told me about I'm this. the one who, like, got his daughter these tickets. But I was like, I don't know. And then that was a horrible experience for me because I felt bad. He felt so awkward, and yeah. it was just, yeah, it was awful. So, anyway. Okay. Those That's are a, good a couple one. of my experiences. But, and, I, uh, I, again, yeah. I'm trying. I'm not even saying it to sound cool. I literally don't go to concerts. I normally just yeah. give my tickets away. Yeah. Well, you're missing out. Was there any other questions? There's a lot. Oh, There's okay. a lot to get to, but I figured I was kind of having fun. I was going with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can get to one more. Uh, just shoot me one more. All right. Um, imagine which TV show you wish you could be cast on. As an actor? Um, Seinfeld. Well, actually, you know what? Seinfeld's not a good answer for me because I wouldn't be a big fan of New York City. I don't do great in major cities. (laughs) I don't do great in crowds. So I want to change that. Um, so I'm with the other people. I don't know, The Office. I feel like I would enjoy... The Office? I would enjoy that culture. I think I would. I think I would enjoy working for Michael. (laughs) I I think I would. I actually don't think I would get along with Jim. To to me, I don't know why Jim, just a little office rant, why is he so likable in that show? I don't think he's the most like... To me, he kind of comes off like a hot shot. Why do people like him? I don't know why Jim is the most likable. To me, likable? Andy. Andy. He's a nerd. Andy doesn't come in in the very Yeah, I know. He kind of comes in later. Right? He comes I don't know. in a little later. Just my thoughts. I don't understand the obsession with Jim. Like, he's just the coolest. I mean, he does some sweet things for Pam. But to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, Dwight has some grievances against him. He could be like, dude, you're a bully. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. This is tricky for me because I love the show This Is Us, but I don't want to cry all the time. And you don't want all that drama. And that's it's a lot of drama. I love Friday Night Lights. It's like my favorite show of all time. That's got drama too. But that's got a lot of drama, but it's got football. I really like football. Thought about friends. They're fun, kicking it back. Um and then Modern Family, I thought of because they seem to be Oh, that's a good one. Having fun a lot. I feel like I would get along with Phil Dunphy. Feel like he oh, would Phil's he and I guy, would be yeah. friends. So probably, probably right. uh, Modern Family. Why not? That was fun. What an episode, huh? Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, um, send us all the questions. Yep, you can always do that. We always like to answer some questions on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We really do appreciate it. If you've got good things to say about the podcast, we do love it. We appreciate it. And uh, make sure you can listen on the Listen Boise app. It's a great way to just catch it all here. And thanks for listening.